0: Agent Peter Strzok is uh, raising his right hand, and he's about to give his opening statement. We'll bring that to you in a few minutes, but we want to. This all
1: very exciting.
0: It is. We wanted to get to this um, ground zero for this court case in Sacramento, California, but it matters to practically every city we're broadcasting to. As we've talked about a lot, the, the explosion of the homelessness problem on the West Coast. We've got so many listeners in so many cities that say, hey, things are way different than they were. A year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, with the number of homeless people we got hanging around downtown. Cities are trying to figure out what to do about it, and in some cases... Uh, they're trying to pass restrictions on where you can panhandle just to have some reason to be able to move people along. Say you can't be here anymore. Well, now a court has said you can't do that. Well, yeah, I found... It's it a free
2: speech issue, don't you know? In my travels, that there's fairly widespread agreement that aggressive panhandling is uncool. You can even get you know plenty of folks on the left side of the aisle to agree with that, but a Sacramento... Uh, district judge has issued an injunction against uh, some newish laws in that city. And Which Stanton, has caused
0: other cities to say, whoa, whoa, we better hold off to right. make sure we're not getting in
2: trouble. So this right. could
0: this, uh, I'm not kidding when I say this could be the Roe versus Wade of panhandling. Mm. Um, and th- this could go a long way. In, in terms Even if of,
2: that's not true, that's a great line. In <laughs> terms of determining whether or not we can ever do anything about this. Sam Stanton, veteran reporter of the Sacramento Bee, joins us now. Hello, Sam. How are you? Good. How are you, man? Oh, terrific. It's, it's good to talk to you. It's been too long. So uh, tell us what the judge said, uh, Judge England.
3: The judge said that the uh, ordinance passed here last November is unconstitutional and can't be enforced because it's a violation of citizens' First Amendment rights uh, when they ask for donations from passersby.
0: What's the ex- explanation behind that? How is it a violation of First Amendment rights?
3: Well, uh, he acknowledged that uh, being aggressively approached and asked for money is uh, uncomfortable, but his decision was that individuals have the right to hold up signs or ask people for help uh, and that they can't be limited. The ordinance here was supposed to keep people 30 feet away from ATMs or driveways entering uh, businesses. And the individual who sued is a well-known homeless activist here in Sacramento who sets up shop outside the co-op in uh, the Midtown section. And I don't know that he's considered uh, an aggressive panhandler. He says he sits there with a sign and his two dogs, uh, and he was prevented from doing that by this ordinance interesting you know i'll tell you
0: what business owners say at city council meetings that i've attended is that it stops customers from going in that business right it just does
2: yeah Uh, listen just as a personal aside as a first amendment freak i want more freedom more freedom more freedom this is a great test case this is a tough nut for me to crack oh yeah because i despise aggressive panhandling sure
0: i understand the legal principle behind the the saying hey people get to do this but we've got to come up with something
2: yeah interesting so uh, obviously the city argued otherwise sam what, what were they trying to say
3: well the city didn't put up much of a fight to be honest with huh. you they what they asked for was a four-month delay in the judge's decision so they could go back and study how this whole thing came about uh, which i <laughs> found somewhat surprising when this ordinance passed back in november There were four people, activists, removed from the city council chambers who were becoming boisterous and animated. You know, every community's got a homeless problem. Here in Sacramento, of course, we have homeless people sleeping under the eaves of City Hall. Um, So communities all over the state are trying to figure out what to do. There was just a preliminary injunction issued up in Sutter and Yuba counties that was preventing... There is an ordinance up there preventing people from camping in uh, public spaces. So everybody's trying to figure out what do we do with this. But in terms of Sacramento's ordinance, the city uh, didn't come forth and say, here's a case that proves our point. They said, just give us some more time. So what they're saying now is, we may take the judge up on his offer to come back and appeal uh, this matter. It's not like it had been widely enforced yet. What the attorneys here told me is that they'd only issued two citations so far before the injunction had been issued.
2: Hmm, I I do find it slightly amusing, though, that the city's position was, Your Honor, we don't know what we've done. Can you give us a couple of months to figure it out?
3: We don't have an argument? uh, It was not persuasive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sam Stanton of the Sacramento Bee is on the line. So this is a preliminary injunction. Surely there are more steps uh, to be taken. What do you think is going to happen next?
3: I think the city will come back to court and say, we would like another shot at this we have new arguments to make about why this is important at the same time the city is trying not to look cruel you know they've they say they've spent something like 120 million dollars recently trying to deal with homeless issues like every community in the state has Um, and so they'll file something there'll be another hearing the homeless advocates and the homeless individual who filed the suit i'm sure will show up again and they will fight it out.
0: Go ahead, Jackson. The point of these things, and I don't think you were supposed to say this out loud. The law enforcement's not going to say it out loud. Some of the people that are writing these uh, ordinances up, these laws up, they're not going to say it out loud. The point is to get the freaking homeless away from where the public's hanging out. You have to come it's up quality with a life issue. Yeah, yeah, it's a quality of life thing. You have to pretend it's about oh, ATMs. That's what it's about. And stuff. now you're just trying to make it less comfortable for the homeless people to be hanging around they get rousted down and then and finally they say eh, I got to find someplace else to hang out you're just trying to get them out of there and you're trying to come well, up with a legal way to do it
3: you know I mean every community is struggling with that here we had uh, homeless encampments under the eaves of Superior Court or every morning they would come out and they would get shoved down onto the sidewalks and they would have to come out and hose off the uh, Uh, the front of the court you know now they they sit in front of city hall i've been down there in the middle of the night for protests and you have to watch where you step frankly because there are no restrooms which is something that they're now trying to remedy here in sacramento by providing restrooms to uh homeless people but nobody's found that answer
2: well and we could we could all go through uh san diego's Situation: uh, the the Bay Area, obviously Portland. Los Angeles, Portland. I mean, the Seattle. Portland
0: loo comes from Portland. That's the right. homeless That's, bathroom that often exactly. ends up being well, you use the bathrooms for the homeless. That's what they become because nobody who's not homeless is going to use those bathrooms, even though your tax money's paying for the bathroom. It right. ends up being a bathroom only a homeless person would ever use because it's so filthy. And then people sleep in there and do drugs and
2: prostitution and everything. we all know that whole story. Tough nut to crack. So listen, Sam, I bring this up not because you're a constitutional law professor or anything, but I know you're a smart guy. And um, it occurs to me that if, as a free speech freak, I have to accept this ruling, um, the very idea of a free speech zone, whether on a college campus or or by a political convention or whatever, that that I've always found that notion obscene. We have a free speech zone begins at the Atlantic, stops at the Pacific. And you see where I'm heading with this. But. If if I can aggressively panhandle next to an ATM, you can't tell me I can't petition the government for a redress of my grievances wherever the hell I want.
3: Well, I think you can. I think the other side would argue that you could try another ATM. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, how do you tell people what they can or cannot say on a public street? If someone wants to hold up an anti-Trump sign or an anti-Clinton sign, how is that different from... Fago here in uh, Sacramento holding up a sign saying, I need food.
2: It's a tough one. Sam Stanton of the Sacramento Bee. Uh, well done, Sam, as always. Good to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See, I get the argument. Oh, yeah.
0: But it still pisses me off because we got to come up with something. This like seems like the sort of thing where uh, a, a, a jury or judge or whoever they need to say, yeah, yeah, but, I, yeah, I, but, or, yeah, but still. That needs to be the the official legal uh Justification. Yeah, but still. We got to get these people out of here so that you, we can live our lives. So that you, you can walk your kid into the grocery store and not be worried. You got to keep your eye on that guy because you don't know what he's up to because he's clearly effed up. Right. I mean,
2: yeah, but still. He has free speech rights. Yeah, but still. Well, and th- the history of our country is moving more and more toward legalism as opposed to, yeah, but still. Or, you know, if you were to phrase it a little more eloquently, I understand that, but in terms of quality of life and the interest of the greater number of the public, we can't have this because it's too ugly and it's too dangerous. So, yeah, I get his free speech rights, but it's too ugly and too dangerous.
0: particular person that I got um, hipped to this story by, they, they, they're involved with the Chamber of Commerce. And the businesses, what they would say is, look, these bums hanging out in front of my business keeps people from coming in and buying my stuff. I can't be a business that makes any money and stays around because the bum's out front. No matter what you want to talk about, compassion or free speech or whatever, all that's fine. Even if I agree with you, I can't run my business with these bums out here. Right. Uh. Period. No matter what you think about bums and whether it's mental illness or Trump's economy or whatever, I can't run my store with homeless people out
2: there, so you got to come up with something. So the argument of material damage is a good one. <clears throat> What about the person trying to just get money from an ATM? As Sam put it, you know, the devil's advocate argument was go to a different ATM. Oh, sure. I should well,
0: See, my argument would be, and I don't okay. care if this is fair or legal or not, I shouldn't have to go to a different ATM.
2: That's the yeah, but still doctrine.
0: And I that is have, clearly I'm a taxpayer, true. I'm a member of this bank. I shouldn't have to go to another ATM. That person should have to find an effing other place to sleep. Right. That's the way I look at it. Right. Am I, I un- am I not compassionate? You're right. I'm not. I'm not compassionate. I'm not that compassionate about the homeless situation. Get them the F out of here. Where? I don't know. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. I could get tens of thousands of people in an arena chanting somewhere else. Yeah. I know I could. Mm-hmm. And that, how many people are mentally ill? I don't know. Get them help. I'm all for it. Taxpayer money going to help the mentally ill. I'm all for it. Fine, but you gotta get them out of here They gotta get out of here You gotta be able to go to the park and walk into a store And show up at the ATM Without having to look over your shoulder And wondering if that guy's gonna attack you, you get That's just here. got to be the way we run society
2: get. Get. Never mind the diseases and the actual crime And, oh, sure. and the, the poo sure. and, and the rest of it I yeah. don't
0: know the answer, but it's got to change Legally, I can't come up with it at all. I have no way to legally solve this problem. Just need a little fudge room. Margin for error. Yeah, but still. Right. I want to be able to go to the ATM and not step in your and not have to watch that guy the whole time I'm getting money out of here because he's sitting in the bushes swaying back and forth with an angry look
2: on his face. Which is what happens all the time. I tell you what, the guy who's screaming angrily at you-can't-tell-what... In the middle of the intersection that you have to cross, that's a threat.
0: Yep. And then there's no way you walk up that ATM with you holding the hand of your little kid. Nope. You just don't. If time is money, that's cost me money. That's my argument. That's a good one. Thank you. That's a good one right there. Our text line is 415 295 KFTC. So Strzok gets his chance to respond to Trey Gowdy's. Uh, attack. Oh. We'll see what he has to say Explosive coming up. Explosive stuff! On the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show. You see, in this country... We're very proud to have a process known as the law. And under the law, a man is presumed innocent until he's proven guilty.
0: Sure, Dad.
5: Right, Dad.
4: In other words, we don't hang anybody without a fair trial.
5: Everybody knows that.
4: Sure, but sometimes we tend to forget. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you understand. I'll see you kids later. I have to go shopping with your mother.
0: That's uh, Chair Goodlot. speaking at the... uh Hearing with uh, FBI agent Strzok and his texts and the whole all-stop Trump and that whole thing.
2: Well, they're handing the mic and the ball over to the bulldog from South Carolina, Trey Gowdy, former prosecutor. He's set to do some prosecuting. Here we go. Oh, by the way,
0: it was pointed out by uh, our producer who's watched this already that FBI agent Strzok went from resting smug face to active smirk face. Oh, boy. If you want the visual. Oh, so, boy. So here we go.
5: They just struck the FBI investigation into potential Russia collusion with the Trump campaign began on July 31st, 2016. You uh, drafted the originating document. You approved the originating document. You were the point of contact on the originating document document and the FBI has represented to Congress that nothing from an investigative standpoint with respect to Russian collusion and the Trump campaign began before July 31st 2016. But 10 days before the investigation even began, 10 days before you drafted the originating document, approved the originating document, with the point of contact on the originating document, 10 days before the investigation began, which the department you work for says nothing was done before July 31st. You said, Trump is a disaster. I have no idea how destabilizing his presidency would be. And because you struggled a couple of weeks ago with a word that I thought had a commonly accepted definition, I'm going to go ahead and give you the definition of destabilizing. The first one kind of is obvious. It's to make unstable. The second one caught my attention. Get to the, the second grilling. dictionary definition. To call something such as a government to be incapable of functioning or surviving. That's a pretty significant allegation to make 10 days before you even began to investigate someone. So that was before July 31st. I want to ask you in that first week. We'll go ahead and up it to eight days between July 31st and August 8th. How many interviews did you conduct related to the alleged collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign? And I just
0: I just think it's worth, it's worth pointing out since you're listening on the radio. Maybe it is his resting face, but he has a smug look on his face. Hmm. His look on his face is going yeah, right. ask your questions, which is not helping him any. I don't think asking his lawyer. What am I
5: allowed to say? So.
6: Congressman, as you know, counsel for the FBI, based on the special counsel's equities, has instructed me not to answer questions about the
5: ongoing investigation... I'm asking for a number... Russian attempts to Agent, interfere... Agent Strzok, I'm asking for a number, I haven't gotten to the names, how many people had you, investi- had you interviewed between the beginning of it on July 31st and August the 8th? It's an eight-day time period we're a week into an investigation, how many people had you interviewed?
6: Congressman, I understand your question. I appreciate it and I would very much like to answer. But as I've stated, as you know, that counsel of the FBI, based on the special counsel's equities, have directed me not to answer any (coughs) questions about the ongoing investigation into Russian attempts to interfere. So, so the the gentleman gentleman will suspend
4: and the clock will suspend. Mr. Strzok, you are under subpoena and are required to answer the question. Are you objecting to the question? If so, please M- state your objection. Mr. Chairman, I object. The, the gentleman it does not have standing Mr. to Chair- object. I, there is no point, point of order No point of order yes. here. The, the, the point of order should be heard. What's the best? gentleman will state his point of order. My point of order
7: is that, intentionally or otherwise, this demand puts Mr. Strzok in an impossible position. He is still an employee of the FBI, and FBI counsel has instructed him not to answer the question. Gentlemen, we have a problem with this policy. We should take it up with the FBI, not Badger Mr. Strzok. The
0: gentleman... That's actually a decent point. Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, my, listen, I,
2: I, I want Struck I, to be hauled out on his feet, to be well, his feet in the air. But Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would, I'd love to see him but, on a rail, but no, I get but I, it. I worked uh, for the FBI, and my boss told me not to talk. What am I supposed to do well, here? And Gerald Nadler is full of crap, and I can't stand him, but I think he's right.
4: Yeah, not well taken. It's right he, on point. No, it's not. Mr. Strzok, are you objecting to the question? And if so, please state your objection.
6: (laughs) Mr. Chairman, two things. One, I do not believe I am here under subpoena. I believe I am here voluntarily. Second, I will not, based on direction of the FBI, to me, based on that, I will not answer that question. Because it goes to... Matters which are related to the ongoing investigations yeah, we heard being undertaken by the Special Counsel. Mr. Strzok, office. you have second. not stated
4: a l- valid legal basis for not responding to a question directed to you by a member of the United States House of Representatives, and you are overruled. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Your uh, let me let me continue.
0: Okay, we got to get back Show to this. Boy. This is good stuff. I, I, my favorite part so far is yes, it is. No, it's not. That's a really good argument. Sure, sure. Point of order. uh Uh-huh. But what he's saying is, look, I'm the boss of your boss. And we're saying answer the question, right? You're saying your boss told you not. I'm saying I'm your boss's boss. Yes. Which is also true. No, it's not (laughs) Yes, it
1: is.
0: (laughs) Marshall, what do you got coming up?
1: Uh, We'll have a quick replay of some of those contentious highlights for you. And a shake-up at Papa John's coming up in minutes from now. Papa John's N-word
0: controversy. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Well, the gentleman mean, yield? No, I will not yield to this monkey
3: court or whatever this thing is. This is, is not a monkey
0: court. There you go. That's from a testimony just moments ago. This is not a monkey court. <laughs> it's, it's as good as that. Mm. If you're just tuning in. the No, uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is.
2: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> uh, arguments uh, with uh. Peter Strzok, the FBI agents on the stand. Let's get to the news with... Marshall Phillips.
1: FBI agent Strzok's on the hot seat in that House hearing this morning. Opening up the hearing, the Virginia Republican Bob Goodlatte noted anti-Trump text messages Strzok exchanged with former FBI lawyer Lisa Page during the 2016 presidential campaign. Strzok and Page reportedly having an affair at the time while carrying out the Russia meddling investigation. Trey Gowdy's first question, dealing with how many people Strzok had interviewed during the early days of the investigation... Strzok refused to answer on the advice of the FBI's lawyer. And now everything has gone somewhat sideways. Here's how it started.
6: Congressman, as you know, counsel for the FBI, based on the special counsel's equities, has instructed me not to answer questions about the ongoing investigation. I'm
5: asking for a number. Russian attempts to interfere. Agent Strzok, I'm asking for a number. I haven't gotten to the names. How many people? Had you, investi- had you interviewed between the beginning of it on July 31st and August the 8th? It's an eight-day time period. We're a week into an investigation. How many people had you interviewed?
1: Now, Strzok was advised if
4: he didn't answer the question, he could be charged with contempt of Congress. And then it's on. The chair is instructing the witness to answer the question and the question to you is, Mr. Chairman, will you answer the committee's question as directed or do you refuse to answer the committee's question? Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. Second. You're not recognized for that purpose.
6: <laughs>
7: Mr. Chairman, I think you have no choice but to recognize such a motion. I, I do not have.
4: Are we just going to make up rules as we go along? The, the, the motion is not in order during the time controlled by the gentleman from South Carolina. I appeal that ruling of the chair.
0: This is awesome. Does anybody know how this works is what somebody was saying. Where's the parliamentarian? We need, He's off
2: at play practice. We got to put that clip in the
0: in the end of our show. Are we just making up the rules as we go along? Right. I love it. Right. All right, we got to get to the new stuff. I plan to adjourn. Well, this this is new stuff to me. Um, I plan. We need to adjourn. I second it. You can't do that. I can't. And then they start mumbling.
1: (laughs) No, he can. Yes, he can. (laughs) Of course he can. You're an idiot. (laughs)
2: That's
1: fantastic. And the arguing continues, and now they're having another vote that's ongoing. So we'll see what happens. But all got are all
2: these people lawyers. Not all I know of them. most of them are. Although you ought to know how the hearings work. <laughs> yeah, but, but so,
0: because I'm not smart enough to know the answer to this, but so Strock is saying basically, I'm, a, I'm an employee of the FBI. My boss says I'm not supposed to answer. And Trey Gowdy is basically saying, Goodlot's basically saying, we have oversight over the FBI. So we're right. the boss of your boss. Right. Which I get that too. Look, we're saying all those rules go out the window. We're in charge of your whole deal here, and we want to know what happened.
2: Yeah, if the FBI lawyer's telling me, don't answer that, I'm not answering. (laughs) (laughs) Take my chances. Mm. The founder of Papa John's Pizza stepped down as chairman
1: of the board. The company making the announcement hours after John Schneider apologized for using a racial slur during a media training conference in May. Forbes reported when he was asked how he would distance himself from racist groups. He's reportedly said that Colonel Sanders never faced a backlash for using the N-word. He does admit the reports of his hurtful language are true. Well, well,
0: he he said the N-word when he, that
2: statement. Okay, Well, number one, that shouldn't matter. If he's discussing it in principle. On the other hand... Yeah, it does. <laughs> his, his arc, it, it does on these other, days. On the other hand, it Because people does. have gone crazy. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, uh, uh, there's a freakish third hand going on here yes. somehow. Um, yes. That's an idiotic argument. Colonel Sanders? What, 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 40 years ago? What are you
0: talking well, the, about? The lesson here, though, is unless you're Bill Maher, and he got a fair amount of blowback... Stupidly. ...you will lose your job or your business, or your reputation, if you use the N-word in any way. So it's just don't. It's stupid. It's stupid that if you actually say the sounds in the context of discussing the word, it's treated the same way as if you called somebody that. Right. But it just is. So accept reality. Don't say it.
1: Now, I don't know if you guys have heard this story about... And the guy wh- from Papa John's is out now. Yeah, he's okay. out. He resigned. He's done. He's done. Uh, The story about uh, Michael Jackson's doctor, what he's claiming Joe Jackson did to Michael. Yes. The doctor is claiming that Joe Jackson, the father, chemically castrated Michael Jackson to help him maintain a high-pitched singing voice. Conrad Murray is a nut. Conrad Murray made that claim in a video shared yesterday by The Blast. Well, he may be a nut, but he may be
0: on to something. Woo-hoo. We, uh, we don't have time to discuss this now, but we should in the future, because that that's a hell of a
2: story. Mr. Chairman, I move we discuss this in the future. And there you go. That's he, second. You can't do that. Yes, I can.
0: No, you can't. <laughs> I don't think Ignorant you can. Fool. can Does I, anybody
2: know the rules?
1: Can I do that? Yeah, we
2: should what, are we making it. up
1: the rules as we go along now? <laughs> That's your news.
2: I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. All right. Early break, then a big, fat, stinking load of congressional disagreement. Yeah, we'll let it roll. Because <laughs> I know Trey Gowdy gets back to business because I saw the end. I've
0: Yeah, I've seen Strzok's final statement, which is pretty good. Um, it's pretty darn good. So we'll have that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
6: I have the utmost respect for Congress's oversight role, but I strongly believe today's hearing is just another victory notch in Putin's belt, and another milestone in our enemy's campaign to tear America apart. As someone who loves this country and cherishes its ideals, it is profoundly painful to watch, and even worse to play a part in. Mr. Chairman, I welcome your question. So that is from wow. the very
0: end of Strzok's opening comments, which was a is true and a good card to play mm. uh, to to try to make it more. Uh, uh, you know, about more than just, you know, my particular text about Trump.
2: Beautiful example of both things being true. Yeah. He's right. And now you're going to answer the damn question, son. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, but it's not a monkey court. It's a Russian bear court, is if, what he's saying. <laughs> I'm Joe Getty. <laughs>
0: if, if you haven't been following along, I'd take too long to bring you back up to speed. So we're just going to join it uh, where we left off. Well, the first question went sideways and chaos ensued. Yeah. Well, let's hear some of the chaos.
4: Your testimony is essential to this hearing. And to our oversight and information gathering functions with regard to the actions taken Mm. and decisions made Mm -hmm. by the Department of Justice and the (laughs) Federal Bureau of Investigation in 2016 and 2017, I am specifically directing you to answer the question in response to our subpoena, notwithstanding your objection. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Strzok, please be advised that you can either comply with the committee's directive to answer the question or refuse to do so, the latter of which will place you at risk of a contempt citation yes! and potential criminal liability. Point of...
0: Look at the guy in front of Chair Goodlot. He's got a smile on his face like, this is awesome. Oh.
7: <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> this is serious. Point of order, Mr. Chairman.
4: The, the question is directed to the witness.
7: And I have a point of order before he answers the question.
4: The, the, the point of order is not well taken until... You don't know what the point of order is. You can't say it's not well <laughs> taken. The point of order, the, the, the witness will answer the question.
7: Mr. Chairman, I, have, I raise my point of order and I insist on it. Point of order. What is the point of order? The United States Attorney's Manual instructs department personnel not to respond to questions about the existence of an ongoing investigation or comment on its nature or progress. In a letter to Congressman John Linder in 2000, referred to as the Linder Letter, the department made this policy explicitly applicable to requests from Congress, quote, although Congress has a clearly legitimate interest in determining how the department enforces statutes, congressional inquiries during the pendency of a matter pose an inherent threat to the integrity of the department's law enforcement and litigation functions unquote therefore the chairman the question being directed at the at the witness is out of order the witness's declination to answer it as against
0: the instructions of the FBI design, pursuant
7: yeah. to FBI policy yeah, we get which is point. necessary so as not to allow us to subvert an ongoing criminal investigation. He is right, The gen- he should not answer the question. That's the gentleman has
4: not stated a valid point of order in the chair in nonetheless, that nonetheless, case. Nonetheless, the United States Supreme Court has recognized that it is unquestionably the duty of all citizens to cooperate with the Congress in its efforts to obtain the facts needed hmm. for intelligent legislative action. It is their unremitting obligation. To respect the dignity of the Congress and its committees and to testify fully with respect to matters within the province of proper investigation.
7: Loggerheads. Mr. I, I Mr. Chairman, you know, or we all know, that if we were to ask a question of a witness about a military secret, if we were to ask him, how does the H bomb work? He could not answer that question. This is has the same not thing.
4: Stated- that is a classification issue, not an issue of whether or not this is a valid question for which. I appeal the ruling of the chair. <laughs> there, you can't do that. He has ruled that it's not a point of order. That, that, is, that is not a ruling. Mr. Struck.
7: Mr. Chairman, I insist on my point of order and I insist on Mr. A, Strzok, appealing the ruling of the
4: chair. Mr. Strzok, knowing the advice that I, I have. Point of order, given Mr. Chairman?
0: So is Napier. Neighbor- oh, boy. So is Nadler just trying to muck things? I mean, so far, even though I don't agree with him politically, but so far he makes sense to me. Yeah. And the things he's saying. Well, 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 when he said uh, point of order and then... And then the chair, Goodlatte, said, I object to the point of order. And he said, you don't even know what the point of order is. Right. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a decent argument. Well, but, um, listen. It's, but is he just trying to muck things up to keep it from happening today?
2: It could be. I, I also think he just has a legitimate objection. And I have a feeling Trey Gowdy's a little frustrated because that was his uh, opening making a minor point leading to a greater point question, and they're getting hung up on it. I'd like Trey Gowdy to jump in and say, I withdraw the question. Now, you're clearly biased. You're telling your girlfriend you're going to stop Trump. What's up with that? (laughs) I mean, because, come on, (laughs) that's why we're here.
0: Do you want more of this ranking? Yes. Okay,
7: here we go. Well, I don't know. We're I believe there's a point we... of order that's been raised, and you've ruled we have a right now to answer Mr.
4: Nadler. It is not a appealing. valid point of order. And I hear the already having this question
2: on that ruling. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Goodlatte is obviously not a Mr. match for Nadler in a Mr. battle Mr. Chairman, of I, battle I appeal
7: words. the ruling of the chair that you have just made. On that, on the, on whether the, you have My, not stated a valid point of order, order. you are ruling, and I appeal it. That, that is. So, Struck. right,
2: let's get back to Trey Gowdy.
0: Struck has a look on his face of kind of like, can I go to lunch and then come back, and you tell me what you've decided on this whole, yes, I can, no, I can't, yes, right, I can, no, exactly. I can't. Yeah. How long am I supposed to sit here? I kind of have to pee, and I got a different lover to text because I got a new girlfriend. I and, knew this was going to be a dog and
2: pony <laughs> show, but I've never seen so many dogs or ponies. <laughs> so what do you want me to do here? Yeah, try to get to Trey Gowdy again. What, do you, Hansen, I mean, how would this it might go on for 20 minutes. You, I don't know. You've
0: been watching this, Hanson. What, what's, what's the next thing that happens? Should we roll with this? Or?
4: Yeah, I say keep rolling with it. Okay. Really?
0: Let's see. Let's okay. see what happens here.
4: It's not an appealable point of order. Yes, it is, Mr. You, Chairman. Appealing the ruling of the chair is exactly
7: what he's requesting. How come he's appealing everybody seems to, to forget the, the last words of their sentences that it
4: or overrule it. The gentleman from New York has not cited a rule of the House... That is being violated. Therefore, it is not a point of order. And That's I your that ruling of, that ruling of, of the head. chair.
7: Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, is it not Another appropriate to also from. interject the attorney-client
0: privilege, which cannot be overridden uh, and is a the, rule of the House to the, the extent that woman will see, see, this is what I'm thinking as I'm watching this. So anybody, in theory, can be a congressman or a senator or whatever. Right. But I'm not a lawyer, so I wouldn't understand any of this. Oh, well, this is
2: more parliamentary procedure than, than law. So you'd
0: have to study up on parliamentary procedure? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, it would seem to me that Goodlatte has not. Uh, no, it seems to me he's barely acquainted with it. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't either, because I'm lazy. So I would end up in one of these situations. That's why you have AIDS. And I'd say, uh, point of direction. What's a point of direction? It's uh, something I just made up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I offer this rebuttal of misdirection. <laughs> but what now? <laughs> to an attorney-client privilege in this house. And that is what this witness is. uh, Attorney-client privilege in the house! Attorney-client privilege, and he has been
0: advised not to answer the the question. I will say this is the most out-of-control hearing I've ever seen. It's great. (laughs) Best thing I've ever seen. The
4: gentleman has not raised the attorney-client privilege. He has said that he's been instructed by the FBI not to answer the question. Now, by lawyers, he knows. <laughs> he knows the advice I have just given him. If you would like, I'll restate it. But knowing this, will you answer the committee's question as directed, or do you refuse to answer the committee's question? Point of, I'm the of the chairman. Chairman. Point, point of parliamentary inquiry. The ruling of the chair that my order was not in order.
7: It's not
6: recognized.
4: There's no Point of there. parliamentary inquiry, Mr. Chairman. What? The, the, the. Gentleman from South Carolina are you from? has South Carolina. the time. A parliamentary inquiry is not in order during the gentleman's time. The chair is instructing the witness to answer the question, and the question to you is, Mr. Chairman, will you answer the committee's question as directed, or do you refuse to answer the committee's question? Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. <laughs> Second, yes. You're not recognized for that purpose. I don't know who you are. Not not never sure. seen, I've never seen you before.
0: So that one I like. Everybody <laughs>, laughs after that one. We gotta hear that again. So he tries to just end Well I <laughs> said, twice he's tried he this. Tries Second. To just, tries to just end the whole thing. I don't hear that again. Used to
4: answer the committee's question. Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. Second, you're not recognized for that purpose.
5: <laughs>
7: People are laughing now. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, I think you have no choice but to recognize such a motion. I, I do not have to. No, he doesn't.
6: It's Mr. Gowdy's home. Are you just going to make up rules as we go along?
4: (laughs) The the motion is not in order during the time controlled by the gentleman from South Carolina. I appeal that ruling of the chair. (laughs) Go to
2: hell.
7: Mr. (laughs) Strzok, will you answer? I appeal your ruling of the chair that my motion to adjourn is not in order. The gentleman is not in order. Not that may be, but I appeal your
4: ruling. The gentleman is not recognized.
1: Just take back over your time in the away.
4: Knowing this, will you answer the committee's question as directed or do you refuse to answer the committee's question?
6: Mr. Chairman, as you know, counsel for the FBI has directed me not to answer questions about the ongoing investigation. As you also know, counsel for the FBI is sitting here behind me. May I consult with them? You may consult with your own counsel. But I may not consult with the FBI's
4: counsel. Only with your own counsel.
0: Mr. Chairman, this is what I want to hear throughout the day from people who are smart. Oh, boy. Is Goodluck completely out over his skis like it kind of looks? Like he is making stuff up as he goes along? Or does he know what he's talking about?
2: I suspect we'll
0: know by the end of the day. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's kind of winging it. (laughs) <laughs> World's oldest democracy, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's is incredible. It's incredible that there's not like a referee that knows how this all works who can stand up and say, "Yes, he can do that," and "No, you can't tell him not to." Right,
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're both out of order. If you get the fourth hour, we'll do some more of this. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
7: Are you just gonna make up rules as we go along? <laughs> <laughs>